Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing, and I will be your host for today's episode. Riding shotgun with me will be Romeo, my Frenchie. So don't be alarmed at any of the noises that come from him. He knows what he's doing and he is contributing. And as you learn to connect with animals, you'll see that that is accurate. So today we're gonna shake things up a bit. We are going to go down a road that is a disharmony for most people in their lives. This is something that I struggled with for many years, didn't understand why I struggled with it. Then when I realized what was going on, it opened up every single thing that I was working towards in my life. What I'm talking about today is understanding how the body is on our side and how the body communicates to us and exactly why it would communicate to us. So we are in for an incredible episode. I'm sure it is going to change your life just like it changed mine. And if you do know bits and pieces of this, it will take your life to the next level. I promise you that. So let's jump in. So before we sink our teeth into this today, I want to start out with kind of where the world is at right now. Where is science? Where is Western medicine? Because obviously they claim in a lot of ways to be so far forward with what we're able to do. And let me just say, they are my go-to. If something is cut off the body or there is a heart attack that's happening, heart has stopped. Yes, Western medicine, it does really, really good with that stuff. As long as they're not being emotional and panicking and things like that. Every modality out there has something it's remarkable at. And then it's got a lot of other things that are either average or holding it back. So I want to bring this up first in that I want to open up possibilities to you guys. You guys have heard me say this in many past episodes now. You've heard me say that as amazing as our technology has gotten, we are still at the infant stages of, of what our technology can do. We are now able to see certain energetic signatures. We can see with special measuring instruments, things that are outside of the eye spectrum of what it can see on the normal band. What I'm getting at is our technology is still in the infant stages. Now, whether or not you believe which history of humanity, is it Atlantis or what the Egyptians achieved? One of the things you'll hear a lot is that humans have achieved amazing and remarkable things during those times, but so amazing that humans today feel like those stories must be fake because we're pretty cutting edge with a lot of stuff, yet we're not where they were. We 
can't teleport like we see on the movies. We are kind of, sort of starting to get flying cars, but they're, they're, it's moving a lot slower than the year 2000, right? And talk about this a little bit. So <laughs> where I'm getting at with this is you have to understand we are having breakthroughs every day. We're having breakthroughs in the computing world. We're having breakthroughs with computer intelligence and all of these things on the planet. We are nowhere near the height of our achievements. And when we look back 100 years from now, because of the arc of how quickly things are moving, we're going to look back and we'll be alive because the technology will be there and it will keep our bodies alive longer, right? <laughs> Crossing fingers. <laughs> or it, at the very least, guided light healing will have provided the energetic technology to keep your bodies alive for as long as you desire. And that more on that in future episodes. All, all stuff aside, what I'm getting at is before you hear what you're about to hear, it's really important that you remember that we have a long ways to go. And just in the past 100 years, a lot has changed for us. I mean, around 120 years ago, when our, our older generations, when they heard thunder in the sky, the, the token response is, ah, the gods must be mad at us today. And they really believed it. And about 140 years ago, they did not know the brain was for thinking and running all of the, the body systems and uh, adrenal responses, all that stuff. So we, we, every year, we think we know it all. And then we eclipse in a year what we know. And it's just amazing. And it makes being in a physical body remarkable. Now, with that being said, the, the Western science, Western medicine, science in general, in fact, is going to tell you it knows everything there is to know. And then sometimes you'll get lucky. You'll get some honest answers and go, the more we know, the more we don't know. And that's kind of the, the better response. Where I'm going with that is there have been a lot of advancements and there are some new ones that are happening that you may have heard of in the past 10 years. Spiritually, energetically, and with scientifically precise intuition, we're able to make the discoveries. One, because we can talk to source and we can just say, hey, source, how does this really work? And guess what? Source will give us the answers. As long as we're not asking how the future is going to go, source will answer us. Now, with all that being said, as I take and apply the scientifically precise intuition that we develop and use at Guided Light Healing and measure where is Western medicine, where is science on how much it understands on the human body as of today. This means the stuff that we've heard about and the stuff that we haven't heard about yet that is still being done in labs, they're learning. And sure, there are definitely some major, major breakthroughs that haven't come out yet because they are trying to build up the, the repeating 
process that they do to prove something is factual. So taking all of what exists on the planet right now, not talking about Mu and what Atlantis had. So not talking about that, talking about where we are right now with humanity and what we understand. Science understands 23.4%. And this is according to source. Now, I could sit here and draw that out to some more numbers beyond that decimal point. But you guys get the idea that we are a far, far shot from even the 90s or even 80%. We have basically no clue what the body is capable capable of. And we see this every day when we hear about a, a mother who lifts a car off of a hurt child who's just with no training, able to deadlift 3,000 pounds and be fine the next day. Or in science, how scientists will tell you they only understand, this is what they admit, they only understand what 2% of the DNA actually is for and does. That means 98% of our DNA, they have no clue yet. Now, they did find a nose-picking gene, which is pretty cool, right? It's no longer your fault for wanting a clean nose <laughs> faster than you can grab a tissue. <laughs> but you guys get where I'm going there. here. There is so much out there that it, that is to be discovered. And guided light healing, while being a place that that is trying to acquire the highest, most accurate information on the planet while it is developing the best ways to teach and to raise the frequency of the planet. Outside of that, science has a very, very long way to go. And what gives us sort of a, it's kind of cheating, is like I just mentioned, being able to talk to source and ask source about how does this really work there are so many amazing discoveries there. Now, it's not just intuition because we will do more, uh, we'll do an episode on this and it is going to be profound how we turned intuition into a scientific process and it's gonna blow you guys away and it's gonna make sense with all of this. So we will get to that probably very, very soon in our lineup of powerful episodes coming up. But with that being said, one of the things that comes into question a lot for people, and it did for myself for many, many years, is why does the body get sick? Why does it, when it is the most important parts, moments of my life, why does it seem to work against me? Why can't I get control of my emotions? Why can't I heal myself from this? And then other times not even trying and healing. Why does it seem like the body has a mind of its own? It's because we don't understand it. And where our science has gone with this is not in the directions that will provide those answers. But who can? That's right, you guessed it, source. So I want to explain a lot of the incredible things that we teach in our healer training programs at Guided Light Healing. And, and we deal with everything under the sun. For those of you who don't know, because I don't, 
talk too much about my stuff. I kind of got my start as a healer with healing sickness and disease for many years until I really knew what it was and and consciously what I was doing. I I was I was excelling at this and that sort of launched my whole upbringing and the challenges with my body over the years. So one of the things that you guys are going to find and the second you open up the ability to talk to source, which you all have the ability to do in one form or another. The second you do and the second you ask source, why is it that the body seems to work against us? Why is it that spiritual beings say the the goal of spirituality is to overcome the physical? And what you're going to hear from source is that the two go hand in hand and that you can't have one without the other. And what that essentially means is what we've talked about before in previous episodes is that in order to accomplish something, I don't care how high your frequency is. I don't care how powerful you are, how much chi and energy you have. If you try to go around the physical body, what you are trying to make happen will never happen. And the same goes for being said for those who try to cut out the spiritual and the energetic and the scientific energetic laws of this universe. When you try and sidestep all that stuff, your actions are going to be empty and your creator field is not going to work with you. It will work against you and then things will fail. Now, bringing up the creator field, this is really important. We are energetic light beings first. And we've talked about we have these creator fields that extend way far outside of our semi-physical bodies. And what that means is these, these light bodies that we have, they have been scientifically proven to carry instructions for forces. And those forces, in combination with some other things, control all matter. They organize matter. And in the world of science, when they study the body, one of the things that sort of led to these discoveries is how a lot of the cells in the body are constantly regenerating. So things like the stomach regenerate really, really fast. Within a matter of days to a few weeks, you'll have brand new stomach lining and other parts of the body regenerate really quick. Other parts of the body regenerate slower. Things like the heart. The heart will fully regenerate typically about twice in a lifetime. So this means about maybe close to the midpoint, give or take, of your life, you'll have a brand new heart. And this has led science to have a big old question mark on their head. Why is it once cells are reproduced that instead of coming back healthy, how can sickness and disease last beyond when the cells are regenerating? And it is it is thrown signs for a long time. So essentially what they were finding is cells were coming back with holding sickness and disease. And in the, the scientific energetic world, in talking to source, it's, it makes perfect sense. Your creator field is telling 
the cells that are reproducing themselves to come back in the same exact form as the other ones that were essentially turning over. So we have these creator fields that are, that are unbelievably specific, way more specific down to not even a cell, but uh, subatomic particles. They are giving directions to those in the bodies. And essentially, atoms are taking shape and form, and we have the bodies in the forms that we do because of these instructions. These instructions are constantly influencing how things move and grow. So what I want you to start to understand right now is something that Western medicine, I was so happy the day I learned of this. I think it was around 15 years ago now. Our Western medicine had gotten to the place of going at a conference and going, you know, there, there are super bugs and diseases that are unbelievably antibiotic resistant. And it's just, it is, we've already seen there are things that antibiotics can't cure. There are some things that surgery cannot cure. There is a lot outside of what we would like to do to be able to help. So in order to do that, they decided, give or take 15 years ago, to start exploring the energetic of healing. And one of the things that caught steam within the, the experimentation and among researchers and scientists is a fact, but for them, they want to get to 100%, which they're pretty close. I have to give it to them. But it's this idea that all sickness and disease in the human body is rooted to a mental, emotional root cause. Okay, so we've talked about this before. It's not really new, but I want to give you sort of the background understanding up to this point so that when we start to talk about the other things that we're going to get into shortly, that it all makes sense, that, that there isn't a thought in your head of, ah, maybe this isn't true because this is going to be the key to the life you want. And if there is any part of you that doubts this, it is going to create blocks and it will be something that will be impossible for you to overcome. It's, it's, this is an acceptance thing. And like I said, this information comes from source. So it's pretty important. So this idea is that all sickness and disease, when you talk to source, does have a mental, emotional root cause. And even slightly further, something we've mentioned before, it is a spirit imbalance. So what this means is that your spirit self, your energetic self, has fallen out of, which we've talked about before, and if you're guessing the emotional state of love, you would be correct. The second we fall out of that state, essentially what is happening is our emotions are getting the, the blueprint from our energetic body. And if the blueprint is, I feel like I'm less than I know myself to be on a spirit level, then we are going to emotionally feel this. And then this is going to start to change our creator fields. 
there are instructions in our creator fields for, like I said, how every single cell in the body is supposed to grow. So if you are holding a mental, emotional state long enough, then the body, when those cells die and start to come back, the body will produce that state. Now, a lot of people want to know, well, why is that? Science wants to know. Researchers want to know. The why is because when we are out of balance, we kid ourselves. We tell ourselves stories and lies that everything is fine. But that everything is fine is a drop of poison in our wells and it spoils all the water. It makes it all all dangerous and deadly to us. So this means that every positive moment, every negative moment, every neutral moment in our lives is ruined because we are not in a loving place to take it in. We are not present. Now, we may kid ourselves with our ego selves, our conscious brain, and this is the battle between the conscious and unconscious. We may, like I did years ago, throw it all in a closet and pretend it doesn't exist, but it is ruining every single physical and energetic experience of our life. So we are here to grow. We've talked about this before. We are here to grow, to expand our consciousness and to be bigger than what we were and I don't mean physically, but for some people, it's physically. They want bigger muscles, <laughs> uh, bigger in general. Kids want to be huge. So yes, there is that. But we maybe all that comes from the soul self wanting to be bigger and grow. So all those people in the gym, they're just really fulfilling their soul ambitions and they don't even know it. How funny would that be? <laughs> anyway, my point with this is, is like we had talked about in earlier episodes, that we are here for the soul. The soul is here in this physical experience solely to grow, to expand in consciousness and to remember who it is and then to experience that with backing it up with physical proof. So if this is the goal, then it stands to reason that it would be kind of crazy for a soul to take on a physical form and not have sort of a guaranteed system to keep it in place, to keep it striving for the, the balanced state of love, right? If you think about it this way, and you don't even have to think about it. This is in sources words, not my own. So what that essentially means is our bodies are here to help us get back to our states, to help us reach our potentials, to when we are straying from the path, to create a level of turbulence that will push us back on the road. So I used to give this analogy a lot years ago. And when things are going really well, okay, you're driving down the road, things are good, maybe you got the cruise control, you got your music or a podcast, hint, hint, running in your car <laughs> and everything is fine. But now you're not paying attention and you become imbalanced. And being imbalanced, you're not paying attention to everything and the car starts to drift out of lane. Then we've got these amazing 
technologies built into our roads where we hear we hear it and we feel it in the car. There's a shake and there's even computer systems that will respond to us for now. But if you were to continue to go off the road, maybe you're yelling at your kid or something like that because they can definitely push a button to get you to level 10 and tune out the world, right? And the 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 yell match or whatever it is, the distraction continues to go on in the car and we go further out. The further out we go, we start to hit little debris in the road, starts to be thrown up in our car. Maybe it's harmless. Maybe we're not worrying about it. But the further we go off road, now we start to hit small pebbles. And then we start to hit the reflectors and things like that. The further we go off of our road, which is the sole path, the sole intention road, the further we go off that path, the more turbulence that comes up. What we have just talked about is the body's job for us. It is to keep us centered and balanced. Now, I can feel a lot of you are out there right now. Well, what the heck? When the body is running 102 temperature, you have the worst flu of your life. How the heck are you supposed to regain balance there? What is supposed to happen? Those states are designed to push emotional states that will go back into balance. So we've talked about in in the the law, one of the spiritual energetic scientific laws of the universe, the laws of soul balance, that when we, again, the same way our spirit self goes into the negatives with regard to perception and emotion, what happens is relationships start to guide us back and balance this way. Well, we can ignore relationships, right? That's a pretty easy thing to do. Some people are so good by themselves, they can cut out the world and be fine. But good luck trying to cut out your body. I mean, you can only cut off so many pieces before it's going to affect your life or cut out so many pieces. All joking aside, it it is the one thing that nobody can ignore. And this is why it is our most effective teacher. This isn't by coincidence. This is by ours and source design. This keeps us going. So just like in a relationship, if I'm being hard on myself, then my immediate world will start to become hard on me. And this is more advanced. We haven't really, really talked about at this level. What we talked about is how karma is not real and that how we're treating somebody else is how somebody will treat us, if we're doing it in a negative way, especially. So it's sort of the same thing here, but it's kind of like when we are out of balance and being critical of ourselves, our world is going to start to project that level of criticism on us from the outside coming towards us, and nobody likes that. So we can ignore that. We can renounce all our possessions. We, we can step away from it all. But sickness and disease is the one thing that if we don't address, it will win. So it is a very effective way of keeping the spirit self in balance. 
Now, here's the thing that is going to blow your guys' minds for those of you who don't know this. For those of you who do, I'm going to tell you something right now. The best of the best in the world, they are in those positions because they have mastered the basics better than anyone else doing it. Part of the reason why I am able to do what I am able to do, I'm able to change the lives that I'm able to change is because I have the amazing privilege of teaching basics almost every day. And I get to look at these basics from the viewpoint of a mastery mindset. And that mastery mindset, looking at the basics, now the basics to me become these amazing, huge ideas and concepts and so much more complex than when I first learned it in the basics. So, so if you are hearing this information and about to tune it out, I ask you, do you want to truly master this? Because it's not about how much you know, it is how good you are at the foundations. Just thought I'd drop that on you guys. All right, anyway, with that being said, people ask, you know, how, how is it that if my body works against me, this is going to fix things? Well, let's take the example of a sore throat, which is the mental emotional root cause of a problem that occurred within the last few days. All right, let's say that I was with my partner. And it was an intense day and my partner said something, took a dig at me. Not my partner's fault, definitely my fault because I've been digging at myself for a month now and it took that long for it to manifest in how my partner treats me in that moment, not in general, just in that moment because I created it. And, and I, in that moment, go... I don't have the strength for any altercation right now. I am so infuriated by what they just did, but I don't have the strength. So I'm not going to say a word about it. I'm not going to journal it out. I'm not going to do anything because I buy into the old spiritual stuff that if you focus on it, it will manifest, which I think we talked about definitely mentioned is not true. Okay. It's actually quite the opposite that the second you complete a cycle on that stuff and get it out of your body, whether through a physical draining activity or an exercise of emoting, whatever it is, you get it out of the body, you complete the cycle, you guarantee that it's not, I repeat, not in your creator field, which is a very, very good thing. So anyway, back to my partner. So my partner does this, I hold my anger, I hold my tongue. And then what happens is the next day, start to get a tickle in my throat. That's my warning shot across the bow of the ship and I ignore it. And then in two days after this, so three days later, I end up with a full blown sore throat. Now, how is a sore throat going to teach me to, to get this out, to, to speak my anger? Well, one of the things it's going to do is it's going to give me time and thought, time to think about the things because I can't really do much because I can't talk. So it's going to push this review process. It's going to make my throat 
sore and, and painful to talk, which is going to emphasize the things that I can't say. It's going to kind of bubble them over a little bit because my subconscious is still chewing on this. And anyone who's been in a relationship knows that when you've got a partner who brings up something a month later, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> and what happens now is it is emphasizing that you can't speak right now and the things that you're not saying are even more important because you have no chance of saying it right now. And what it does is it it tips the seesaw on I'm not going to say anything to I need to deal with this stuff. So a lot of times sickness and disease is reflection time. It is it helps us emphasize and see what's important and what's not important. And it gets us there. Now, there are some really, really good examples that we'll cover in later episodes. I'm just trying to give you guys sort of an intro, intro, intro idea. There is a lot that I'm leaving out here because I'm trying to give you the cliff notes right now. But essentially, because I was in the place of anger, what happens is that anger being a broadcaster from the body, we can feel emotions from people all over the place. It's insane. We, I think we talked about this in earlier episodes, how there is this emotional contagion and that people's rooted emotions will override our emotions if they're more rooted. And if we're having a really good day, we will be bulldozed over by a person in a negative place. And then that will, in, in fact, take over our emotional states, then our creator fields and then start to create the chaos, the obstacles in our life as a result of that. So going to this idea that a sore throat can be two things. It can either send the communication of, it gets way more specific. I want to give you guys a few generals today to start to understand this, but a sore throat is is brought about by holding a, an out-of-balance frequency for a few days or a week. So every day, staying in that frequency long enough that the body can create it. So, Alessandro, you mean to tell me our bodies create the sore throats? I mean to tell you your creator fields create the sore throats, but the body is going to carry out those instructions rather quickly. Okay, so let me give you guys another one that you'll be able to identify one place or another. And this is not an indicator of how well you're doing in life. Okay, I've, I've been at both ends of the spectrum and it's the same on both ends of the spectrum. You can be crushing it financially and you could still be terrified and worried about money. You could have no money and be terrified and worried about money. So it is not an indicator. It just means you care. <laughs> so where I'm going with this is what you guys are going to find out always 100% of the time when you are worried about finances, maybe it's a purchase, maybe a purchase was too much, maybe you don't have enough money, not making enough money at work, not going to be able to make your your overhead for the month, or you've had a lot of hidden expenses come up, that is going to, if you worry about it for a few days, sometimes much quicker, depending on how quickly and strong your energy is, it is going to manifest in lower back pain every single time. 
Okay, so now I can hear a few people go, well, wait a minute. Wasn't just the way that my my daughter dropped her her bag and I went to pick it up and it was a little too heavy and I just strained my lower back? No. If you guys remember, the creator field creates and organizes all matter. All matter, which is the building block of everything in this universe. That, well, light underneath, but is the building block of everything we consider physical in this universe. So if your creator field is broadcasting, so a combination of your emotions, your thoughts, your subconscious thoughts, your memories, and some other things, if this broadcast is, I am worried that I don't have enough money, I am broadcasting financial stress, worried that I don't have enough money. I'm going to rearrange a situation, circumstance, and people in a way that they will play a part in making sure that my lower back can communicate this imbalance. So now what happens is my creator field in combination with somebody else's for another reason, their creator field creates the dropping the heavy object that I pick up. That, that, that was a good planning right there. You know, uh, a, a three-year-old dropping a heavy object. Totally going to happen, right? Baby Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, anyway, roll with me here. Just trying to keep you on your toes, making sure you didn't tune me out yet. <laughs> Not that you guys ever would. Just trying to keep it fun. So anyway, we my creator field creates being around somebody whose field is creating dropping something. And maybe because they're they're feeling like they messed things up. So they're matched to dropping it. And because I am in a match to financial worry, that thing somehow has to deal with me. And I create that situation so that my lower back can tell me the story that I'm worrying about finances. And this isn't like a 60% or 70% of the time. This is a 100% thing. Here's what people don't understand. As many words as we have in the human language that we use to communicate, the body is even better and more specific than all of the words we have. And again, this is something you can verify with source. This is something that as you're hearing this information, hearing that the body is the best communicator that we have to communicate any imbalance that we have. And it's even better because we can't ignore the body. Now we can, and we'll have to leave our body as a consequence of that, but we're going to fight against that. Our... Our fight or flight nature will not let us take ourselves out of our body. Now, without the risk of going dark here, any person who, if they had a low vibration moment and tried to commit suicide and they tried to hang themselves, right? And they left it so that they had sort of a safety net in, in doing it and that if they, you know, kind of half mean it and they want to wake themselves up, don't. But anyway, don't not have a safety net. Just don't. They're, they're, this is an internal imbalance issue that we want to look at emotionally. But all of this, my point with this is 
there was a point where the the automatic system will save your life every single time if there is an ability to. So this is why with if we were to be strung up at the next, uh, we tie ourselves to something and we're an inch off the ground, we may be really, really adamant, I'm not going to step on the ground no matter what. But once that switch flicks, your body with outside of your control is going to stand up and prevent you from leaving the body. So I'm trying to say the the odds are in your favor that you're going to make it through this stuff. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, the lower back pain is an indicator of that. So let me give you a few more today on this so that you can start to get this. The body so far is an amazing communicator based on what we're talking about. So I want to give you a little more evidence of that. So joint pain in the body is the body's way of communicating. You see, this is just like learning a language, but this is way more rewarding because when you learn this language, you can do some really cool things with it. So back to the the knee pain. Yeah, we'll go with knee pain. Joint pain in general for now. Let's keep it a joint pain. I'll get more specific after this. You have joint pain. It means you are being inflexible in some way in your life, inflexible in thoughts, inflexible in actions, inflexible with changing your your opinion, your mind, any of that stuff. So wait a minute. Everything I think about, everything I overthink is going to manifest in my body? Yes. Now, here's the cool thing about the body. Where it is materializing in the body tells a story. And I don't just mean a sentence or two. I mean paragraphs and paragraphs of information. You know, so a little bit of a tickle on my elbow, just if the skin just itches for a brief second, yes, that is my body communicating something. So something having to do with flexibility. Maybe I'm uneasy with my lack of flexibility or something like that. So we got joint pain is indicative of inflexibility. We've got headaches, people getting headaches. Now there are different there are different kinds of headaches that you can get, tension headaches, migraines and things like that, but you will end up with a headache the second your creator field broadcasts being hard on yourself will create brain pressure. So being hard on what you're thinking, your thoughts, what you've done, what you're analyzing, anytime you are critical of yourself, hard on yourself for a little period of time, that will create the body creating a headache. The goal is to let you know to ease up, to back off. And when you get a headache, what do you do? You ease up, you back off, and you start to be nice to yourself. Like, And you lay down, you give yourself medicine, you give yourself hydration. We automatically go in the right direction. Now, with some people, it takes months or years to get there. But when a healing occurs, it is not because we did the right things on the outside. It's because we got there with the emotional shifts. Now, I know you guys know this, but it bears repeating. Our higher selves are a gazillion times smarter than genius because our higher selves are source. Source knows everything, okay? And our higher selves are privy to that information. 
So when this whole system was designed, our higher selves knew the default responses that would happen when the the body was in pain, when the body was in discomfort, when we were out of balance. And granted, some of these responses take years, something like cancer. And you might be asking, well, Alessandro, you bring up a good point. There are a lot of cancer cases. What is the emotional root cause of cancer? It is deep-seated anger and resentment. Okay, which brings me... We'll talk about this one real quick because this is one that I typically talk about when I do events and speak around the world to get people to see how perfectly the body communicates. So essentially, something happens, typically between the ages of five and 11 years old. Something happens. It happens with a stranger, family friend, mom, dad. Something happens that we don't heal from. Okay, so maybe a parent left when we were seven years old. And because that parent left, we, we feel like it ruined our life. And then we also feel like as the years progress, so at 13, 17, 25 years old, I'm sorry if I'm outing your story right now, but over those years, what happens is when the greatest things happen to us, when the worst things happen to us, what happens? You're right. It is all blamed on and poisoned by seven years old, our parent leaving. We say, this would be better if this never happened to me. I wouldn't have these problems in relationships. This relationship wouldn't have ended. My career, I wouldn't have lost my job if my parent never left at seven years old. And it's it's for insane things, things like abuse and molestation. These tend to be cancer-causing things. Not just that, but... When, when people are hurt by lovers and partners and things like that at young ages and we never get over it and every single thing is a reminder that that happened to us, this is what's going on. So every single thing, good and bad moments in our life, they degrade and they break down. They come sort of radioactive for us. And it becomes contagious. It becomes bigger, right? Because when you see one thing that's bad, two things and four things and six and eight, because our creator field is creating this and it it does, it gains momentum. And the more years we get, it's like adding more and more weight to a scale that is eventually going to tip. And when it tips, we are diagnosed with cancer. So it is deep-seated anger and resentment that we don't ever fully get to. So can a person ever have cancer without deep-seated anger and resentment? The answer is no, okay? It is always that, except for children up to the age of 11, 12 years old can be an exception to this, and we will do an episode on this. We have an episode on high-conscious parenting coming up um, to, and, and this is sort of a preview for the, the parenting book we're going to be releasing really soon, which is going to be a game changer for the world. So anyway, more on that soon. So we basically, every single thing in our life spreads, it starts to contaminate, poison, break down, become radioactive. Now, the longer we hold this, the longer it becomes, a blueprint in our light body, which starts to broadcast forces like electric signatures and things like that. Instructions for new cells to 
when they are produced to come back sort of not radioactive, but defective, deformed, and to infect other cells. Exactly what has been happening happening our whole life where this one event ruins, poisons, and inf- infects all of the good, healthy parts of our life. This is how we end up with cancer. Now, what's also fascinating is the the very parts of the body where we have the cancer are the are the stories of what exactly we are struggling with. So lung cancer, a person who's dealing with that, is angry and resentful over feeling like they don't have a right to take up space in the world and to stand strong and and to, to really, really take in life. Now, it gets more specific. I'm just trying to give you guys generals today. So now what happens is, after many years of this, and the louder it gets, finally there is a straw that breaks the camel's back, and now it is fully, fully hardened into the creator field. And the creator field is now producing this in the body. Now we've our cancer cells, which should be getting destroyed in the body, are not. They are overpowering the white blood cells and everything else in the body that fights cancer, and it starts to overcome the good, healthy cells. And this is exactly what is going on in a person's life. So with this whole process happening, it's not a death sentence. It's actually a, it's actually a wake-up call to fight and to resolve. Because what happens when we're, if we were to be diagnosed with cancer? Somebody out there right now, I'm gonna give you guys the benefit of the doubt and say it's all of you, you guys are all saying right now, well, life becomes very short. Yes, it does. Now, what happens when life gets very short? We stop thinking about the past. Interesting, that's where that's where the cancer is coming from, right? From the past. So we stop thinking about the past. We start living for today, living for our loved ones, planning a great life and doing all these things. Is that poison still infecting our lives on a daily basis. Maybe not. Now, the pain and the discomfort and all those things, they are also very powerful. They take our mind off the past. They make us present. Pain makes us focus and feel the now. If you're feeling the now, are you feeling the past? No. This whole system is genius, and I hope, hope, hope you're getting this. So what ends up happening in this whole process, the people who beat cancer, and I don't care what modality they're using, if they have successfully fully let go of the past and are living the way of nothing from the past is poisoning the present or the future, cancer goes away. You have a new creator field. Your creator field is creating healthy cells and optimistic life and life getting better and better every day. Your body is getting better and better every day. So, so I could talk about this for days. I, I, I can get down to the most specifics about this. But what I'm trying to open you guys up to today is that your body is the most remarkable teacher you have. Your body is on your side more than any other thing in this universe. Your body is an insurance policy on your soul growth and you having the, the life that you are destined and intended to have, okay? Now, here's the cool piece of this whole thing. If we find these imbalances 
is they're just starting to take hold in the body and we neutralize them, does the body heal? Yes. So nothing. And I've done this in events around the world. I've had, I've had audiences just give me symptom after symptom after symptom and I phone source and I'm like, all right, great. And I tell them exactly what it means and the jaws drop and then the lives change. The jaws drop and the lives change. Every single person who gets what their body has been trying to tell them for a long time, they, the, 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 the winning prize is a better life. The winning prize is presence and happiness. And the second we get back to this loving state, the body goes away. The, the body goes away. <laughs> Congratulations, you pass on. No, uh, the body heals. The body gets better. And this is the, the scientific energetic facts of this universe. If your creator field is not creating, broadcasting, sending out the blueprint of sickness and disease, then your body will do what it does best. It will function at 100%. And when everything in the body is working the way it's supposed to at its full uh, capacities, then it does not produce sickness and disease. When foreign invaders come in the body, it will fight them off. So everything from viruses to to eye, eye issues, irritation, skin problems, psoriasis, everything in the body is a very, very detailed story about emotional balance, imbalance. And then it's with intuition. And, and this is why that scientifically precise intuition that we're always talking about is so important because it tells us the when, the where, the how, all of it. And the second we know that, the second we resolve it, the body goes back to perfect. And it is a game changer when you guys fully know this. Now, granted, you're not going to learn this all overnight. I mean, even my teachers that I've brought up at Guided Light Healing, years later, they're changing so many uncountable lives and they still are learning new things about the body. I have been teaching this for... Uh, let's say over 26 years now, I've been teaching just this stuff about the body and I every day am learning new things. How am I learning new things? By, by reteaching the basics and with my advanced understandings, re-understanding and taking my understandings of the basics to advanced levels. So humans aren't built this way. We are by nature are lazy. We don't want to be experts at the basics. And this is one of the big problems in the spiritual world is why I don't see too many truly great teachers is because everyone's so infatuated and excited by the advanced concepts. And they don't realize that having a 10 times greater than mastery understanding of the basics is where the masters of the world come from. So this was your introduction that today to know that every single sickness and disease, broken bone, all of it is our creation. That because of emotional imbalances, which actually spirit imbalances, because of that, the body is being given instructions by a blueprint that is supposed to communicate those imbalances. And the second we understand what the imbalances are, 
and we adjust those imbalances, the body will always go back to perfect. So neck pain for another one, those of you who end up with neck pain, that is within the past few days, week, or throughout your life, depending if it's chronic or not, means not seeing both sides of a discussion, of an issue. So if it hurts on the right or left, that is a more specific communication of what you are not seeing, okay? (laughs) Hopefully you guys are starting to go, oh my gosh, this is insane. Uh, rashes uh, tend to tend to be irritation with things that you feel like you're not doing a good job at controlling. So the body tells so much, and I can't wait to get into this. But today I wanted to pique your interest. One, pique your interest on going, holy heck, my body has been talking to me all these years, and it is is more articulate than what I'm hearing from you right now, Alessandro. Yes, it is insane how good of a communicator the body is. And it's insane how we have not listened all this time. Now, here's what I'll tell you. The second I started listening to my body, the second I started translating the sickness and disease, I had years where I was doing everything right, where I was sick every week with a new sickness. I thought I was done for. And this was my getting up to this place of understanding everything that the body communicates goes back to mental, emotional imbalance. And then even on a greater core level than that to a spirit imbalance from the place of love. So when I understood that, I... Everyone in my life who knew me around that time always seeing me sick and something going wrong and probably being sick of hearing about my stories of being sick (laughs) or sick of me being the outbreak monkey and getting them sick, whatever it was. Two, after that, understanding it, being able to translate exactly what the body was saying and like a coach go, all right, I'm going to make those exact changes in my life. Two, today, and this was started years ago, but people go, You've, I've never seen you sick in 10 or 15 years since I've known you. I've never, ever seen you sick. And I go, it's not that I've never been sick. It's the second my body starts to talk to me. I get to, with intuition and translating what the body's saying to the mental, emotional root cause, I resolve it and it clears up instantaneously. I may have dry, dry lips right now. I will get down to and know that that's going to lead to some sort of sickness And in 15 minutes later, it has self-corrected because I've turned on all of the right parts in the body and it is fighting off what it was creating. And this is a magical thing when you understand this. This is why I can tell you that we have always been able to get people to their desired resolve with all sickness and disease. It doesn't matter what it is. If it is a slower emotional thing, you address and resolve that, the body always clears up. And I can prove this to you guys with science. We'll do more episodes on this. We'll talk more about this, but I just want you to understand this is source, how source created this universe. This is the bigger picture of how we work, how our bodies work and how they are on our sides. So, If you are one of the ones out there who your ego is jumping up, I don't want to believe this. It's not doing you any favors. 
reach out to us at info at I will make sure you fully, fully understand in a way that your jaw hits the ground of what your body has been telling you. I will make sure you understand that it is 100%, no gray area, 100% what has been going on. And we will make sure that you get to the place where you correct that imbalance and then you see how quickly your body goes back to perfect. And this is the one of the core concepts that is going to change everything in your life. It will help you be more successful. It will help you have better friends, better relationships, everything. Now, if you see somebody with this, should you try and help them with it right now? No, this is a new concept for you. You need, if anything, to refer them to somebody who has the experience, the proof to back this up so that when they speak about it, it's in their creator field and the person listening goes, I buy that. But for you who is just learning about this or maybe has a basic level understanding of this, that isn't enough to change somebody's life with this. And this is where we're in it together. It's about understanding the things that you can do and the things that other people can do differently but better in certain situations and the things that you can do better than other people that you are prepared for in other situations. So with that being said, welcome to the this beautiful introduction on the real purpose of the body today. This is going to be the thing that helps you to get every single amazing thing you want in this lifetime. You want to learn how? Stay tuned for more episodes on this. If you guys have any questions, any resistances, I will make sure that you guys get your ego selves out of the way so that you can inherit this source knowledge and have the lives that your higher selves chose for you to live. This will be an absolute game changer. And this isn't a 99% accuracy. This is an 86% accuracy. This is 100% in the eyes of source, factual. And if you ask me, that's all that matters. Well, and that we understand is 100% factual, right? <laughs> All right, you guys, I want to thank you guys for every week showing up. One of the things that that I am mentioning is we can use your help. If there are any lives in your life that you want to change, that you want to elevate their consciousness on, think of sharing us with them. Not being forceful, just sharing, hey, um, I'm listening to this podcast, it's changed my life. I don't want to tell you much more about it than that, but I feel like it may change your life as well. And that's all you need to say. And when somebody's soul self hears it, they will get the human self there. They just need to know the information is out there. So if you can help us to reach our goal of changing and shifting and bringing up the frequency of half the planet, it will not be forgotten. And we are all in this together. And together we will make this place heaven on earth, I promise. All right, you guys, I wanna thank you guys for your trust, your commitment, your beautiful, beautiful stories. You're showing up week after week. You guys are remarkable. And I am so, so fortunate to be in this relationship with you guys just as much as is it is my goal to shift your guys' lives. You guys are changing mine with your stories 
and just all of it is just remarkable. So I want to wish you guys an incredible week. Like I had promised before, we have amazing, amazing episodes in the pipeline coming up that are going to be game changers. This will not be the last you hear about this. We're just, again, Guided Light Healing is ridiculously big with the amount of information and the subjects we have. And we're trying to get it all out there at the most basic, basic levels so that we can create foundations for you guys to get you to the advanced levels, which will be down the road. But remember, the basics are how you become the the genius. So (laughs) with that being said, thank you guys for being here. Have a beautiful rest of your day, evening, or night. And we'll be back in about a week with another episode. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing. And this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.